0: Support for Kansas City Today comes from Grandma's Office Catering, delivering made-from-scratch hot meals and individual boxed lunches for fast distribution to offices, warehouses, and factories, even on nights and weekends. Details are at grandmascatering.com.
1: This is Kansas City Today. It's Tuesday, January seventeenth, 2023. I'm Laura Ziegler, filling in for Nomeen Uji dean Coming up, Kansas City Mayor Quinton Lucas says he believes Kansas Cityans will approve a 3% sales tax on recreational marijuana in April because the revenues will go toward attacking perennial city problems.
2: For us in Kansas City, Missouri, that looks like addressing homelessness, which does not have a general fund line item.
1: But first, some headlines. Yesterday, of course, was Martin Luther King Day. In commemoration, some 200 people hiked along Brush Creek to honor the civil rights icon. Organizers of the Heartland Conservation Alliance said they want to continue Dr. King's fight for social justice by tackling environmental issues. Antoine Lee, the pastor of Central Christian Church at 38th and Linwood, says environmental justice and civil rights are deeply intertwined.
2: Environmental injustice has to do with housing and inequity, has to do with how we allocate funds to certain neighborhoods and disinvest in other certain neighborhoods.
1: The two and a half mile hike started at MLK Junior Park and ended with a program at the Bruce R. Watkins Cultural Center. Kansas City officials are moving forward with a plan to build a $150 million city jail. Talks have failed on a plan to build it alongside the new Jackson County Detention Center under construction on the city's east side. That's already costing about $350 million. Mayor Quinton Lucas said that could mean local taxpayers are going to pay a huge bill.
2: If they think it's it's rational, responsible for us to spend half a billion dollars, half a billion dollars just in Kansas City slash Jackson County, on incarceration, then uh, okay, I'll take that hit, I guess.
1: Lucas said he's hoping to talk to county officials this week about doing something more cost efficient. A recent municipal court study said the city needs a jail to house people accused of nonviolent municipal offenses. And work begins today along one of the busiest highways in the state of Kansas. A $570 million project will add new toll lanes called 69 Express in each direction of U.S. 69 Highway in Overland Park. KCUR's Laura Spencer has details. Along a stretch of US 69 in Overland Park, crash rates are 53% higher than the statewide average. A study completed in 2021 recommended adding express lanes from 103rd Street to 151st Street to address safety concerns, travel times, and congestion. The highway will expand from four to six lanes, three lanes in each direction, and two new lanes will be tolled. Rates will vary based on the time of day and if the driver travels the full length of the six-mile corridor. The project will also replace the roadway's 50-year-old pavement and bridges, add noise walls, and improve interchanges. And we'll be back in a minute. You listen to Kansas City Today every day because we're your local, reliable news source. You take us seriously. But now it's time to have some fun. Join us at our annual benefit, Radioactive, on June 14th. NPR's All Things Considered host, Ari Shapiro, is the featured guest at this party, and it's gonna be bumpin'. You gotta be there. Sponsorship packages and ticket information are available at kcur.org radioactive. Elections are coming up in April in Kansas City, and in addition to mayoral and council races, the city has proposed a sales tax of 3% on recreational marijuana. This will be in addition to a statewide 6% sales tax that Missouri tacked on when it became one of two states to overwhelmingly legalize recreational marijuana in November. In a conversation with Brian Ellison on KCUR's Up to Date, Mayor Lucas said he believes Kansas Cityans will support this city tax because of how added revenue could address long-standing problems plaguing the city. Uh,
0: Mayor Lucas, let's talk about a couple of issues that city council voted to put on the April ballot. It's not every uh, council that invites people to consider raising taxes at the same time that they're voting on their potential re-election, but here we are. Uh, One of the taxes is on recreational marijuana, a 3% sales tax for the city on top of the 6% sales tax the state will already be collecting. What's the thinking there?
2: The thought there is a very simple one. And we certainly recognize that taxes can sometimes be difficult things to have on the ballot with candidate elections. But we believe that the people of Kansas City will see the rationale. First, in connection with the marijuana sales tax, much of the discussion when it was a statewide question in Missouri was about the fact that, oh, this can be a, a positive for our communities, for the state of Missouri and for our cities. Kansas City, along with a number of other cities that are exploring it, Raytown, Independence, Blue Spring, Sugar Creek, Grand. is looking to make sure that as we are seeing these new revenues, how do we actually address long-term underfunded issues? For us in Kansas City, Missouri, that looks like addressing homelessness, which does not have a general fund line item. And each year we're trying to find money, often too late in the year, to address certain homelessness issues. Violence prevention, particularly outside of KCPD. How do we make sure we have money for conflict resolution, for violence interrupters, the sorts of things that we say are important, but that we don't find good funding sources for? And finally, jumping and illegal trash pickup is something that has been very important for us to address these issues. So for us, the, the timing of it wasn't so much the important part as much as it was, there's a need. There is a very real concern now. I think it is important for us to start Uh, filling the budget gaps that we have on those issues. Mm -hmm. And that's why we look to have that uh, addressed in April.
0: Yeah, and why those particular issues? I mean, uh, there's obviously many other areas where there are budget gaps. Is is it just because there's a need in there? or, Or are there things that you think recreational marijuana users should especially be asked to support?
2: Well, this is all funding, actually, despite the seeming difference in the areas that's going to the Department of Public Health. And our health director, Dr. Marvia Jones, our health department and health commission have identified in their blueprint for violence the things that are consistently challenges in our community and frankly, perhaps surprising us some, those are the key areas that we don't actually invest enough in root cause violence prevention in Kansas City. We don't invest enough in our homelessness prevention. And so there is that nexus, but I am not saying the yeah, marijuana users, it's their burden to solve all crime, to solve all homelessness, to solve all illegal dumping, or that marijuana use leads to those harms. But I think we wanted to say, how can we look at health, at public health in the broadest sense, And these were the issues that have consistently risen to the top of our concerns in Kansas City, consistently been underfunded in ways very distinct and different from, say, I know there are some listeners who may say KCPD is underfunded, but we all recognize they have a $294 million budget request this year. So while there may be a debate, there's a lot of resource going to that. Homeless prevention has a zero dollar budget allocation this year. This helps us address that sort of thing.
0: And specifically, how will you address it? If suddenly, as as is predicted, a million dollars or two and a half million dollars is now yep. being directed to homelessness prevention each year, what programs would that go to support?
2: It goes to support a few different things. This year at City Council, out of the general revenue of the city, we, we allocated roughly 1.2 million dollars. Some of that goes to helping to support shelters that provide housing for a number of people in our community. I think long-term, and this has been a subject of debate before, we need to get more low barrier to entry shelters. These are, the example is the tiny homes village that's at the Veterans Community Project. The biggest pushback in recent years has been, of course, by some, but they don't want it in their neighborhood, but they want it somewhere. We need to have that challenging conversation in Kansas City once and for all about where we will put it and create that opportunity for folks who perhaps don't want to be full-time, let's say, a shelter opportunity or even in intermediate housing that's more permanent and structured, but will find themselves in a place like that where they both can get resources where they have access to things like transportation and health care and where I think it's up to the city at this point to say, all right, we are going to find a place that helps you get from living on the streets to a place that allows you to transition. That is not the biggest cost in the world, but that is something that we would look to fund for this. That conversation has been frustrated in recent years, usually when everybody starts shouting, not in my backyard.
0: The other ballot measures will be a couple of taxes aimed at short-term rentals like Airbnbs in the city. That's an issue that's generated a lot of heat over the last couple of years. Mayor, what motivated you and the council to act right now?
2: On short-term rentals, it has been a substantial problem in our city because we came up with a bunch of rules, I think circa 2018, and then we never enforced them. So you have thousands, thousands of unlicensed Airbnbs in Kansas City that lead to a few ills, right? There's the obvious house party, crime, trash, sorts of things that are happening in a number of places. But more to that, you have seen extreme gentrification in our community. I, as someone who was looking for a home in the 3rd District not long ago, remember when I would go to neighborhoods like Mannheim Park, Squire Park, and beyond, would see the fact that there were all these houses that were being bought up, but not that many more residents permanently living within them. Mm -hmm. That's because we have more and more Airbnb owners that are owning 40, 60, 80 houses, basically are operating as hoteliers, but aren't actually right engaged in neighborhoods the same way, and are pushing out housing opportunities for people in the core of our city, particularly in the core of our city, Midtown, Eastside, even the Brookside area in Kansas City. So it is our hope right now that we start to address both our regulation backlog largely through taxation, making sure that if you're not registered, you still gotta pay or else you're committing a crime. We're making sure that we actually address the issue of not just seeing a proliferation of these units. And importantly, we are making sure that if you are actually operating like a hotel or motel, you're paying taxes, fulfilling the duties, just like a hotel and motel would.
0: This had virtually unanimous support on the council. The plan is to increase the per night occupancy fee for all hotels and motels and to apply it to these short-term rentals, and also to charge them a 7.5% tax, similar to what hotels and motels already pay. I mean, maybe, Mayor, the question is, why did it take so long? (laughs) I think
2: that's a very fair question. Uh, And there is
0: this with government. I think that um, we're behind
2: often in kind of new idea types of ways and and how we regulate and when, what do i mean by that when uber came to town we were trying to regulate it as a core kind of taxi function running into a number of issues and how we did that and i think airbnbs are no different at first right airbnbs and and VRBOs and all the others came on with people kind of saying, oh, I'm just renting out an extra room. Or perhaps if I have a carriage house, then I'm, I'm, I'm adding to that. What we have largely seen is this is a substitute for hotels and motels. And I'm not saying it's a bad one, right? Many of us who have families may like to be in a home rather than just, uh, you know, in the Lowe's Hotel. That being said, I think it is important that if it is a substitute area, and if it does create a number of arms, including folks that are leaving out 10 bags of trash after a weekend of partying in a neighborhood mm-hmm. or residential area, then I think we need to address it. So I, I do think that we have been too slow. I think you started to hear and see a groundswell of neighborhood concerns. And a lot of folks have have spoken of this. Councilman Eric Bunch, I know had a forum in the Roanoke neighborhood about this a few weeks ago. And I think we finally at City Hall said, you know, it's time to act. Importantly, though, that action requires the voters. And so that's why we're looking to get it on the ballot as soon as possible.
1: That was Kansas City Mayor Quinton Lucas speaking with Brian Ellison on KCUR's Up to Date. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Laura Ziegler filling in for Numeen ujia This podcast was produced by Byron Love and Trevor Grandin and edited by Lisa Rodriguez and Gabe Rosenberg. You can find more stories from our newsroom at kcur.org, where you can also find our live stream. If you like Kansas City Today, help us out by sharing the show with your friends or leaving us a review on your favorite podcast app. Thanks for listening. Come back tomorrow.